Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Nintendork. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Episode 214 of Nintendo Switchcraft is brought to you by OP Seat. Head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash OP Seat to directly support the show and get a fantastic gaming chair that can support you. And by the way, if you use that link, runjumpstomp.com slash OP Seat, you get $10 off your order. Uh, I'm sitting in one right now. They are fantastic. Again, that's runjumpstomp.com slash OP Seat. Before we get started today, uh, first off, if you're watching the show, you can see that I am wearing the orangest of shirts, and uh, sorry about that. I know it's really tough to look at, but it it looks much worse on camera than it does in real life. Uh, but anyway, this if, if you are curious as to how orange exactly is the shirt that I'm wearing, then head over to youtube.com slash runjumpstomp uh, so you can see it over there. Uh, but I want to talk about next week, because next week is going to be weird. I'm going to be out of town all week. My wife and I are going on a little vacation to uh, Montreal. So if you see a bald, bearded guy walking around with a pretty lady, come up and say hi. Give me a high five or something. Uh, But that means that I am not going to be sitting here in the Nerd Nest recording an episode on Tuesday and Thursday. So I'm going to be out and about. And I will probably uh, record an episode using my phone, uh, which of course is not going to sound nearly as good, and that means that there also won't be a video uh, of the episode, so I'm sorry about that if you watch it on YouTube. Uh, There probably won't be a live stream at all. I mean, I can live stream from my phone, uh, but, you know, we're on vacation, so I, I probably won't be, but uh, you can still expect to get uh, a short episode on Tuesday and a short episode on Thursday. Uh, just me kind of recapping what's going on in the world of Nintendo. Uh, the audio quality won't be as good, uh, but it'll be as good as I can make it. So I'll just be podcasting from my phone and hopefully I can figure out how to get it to work. Um, and if not, just, you know, make sure that you join me in the Discord. And I'm sure that I'll be talking to people throughout the throughout the week on the Discord. But I just wanted to let everyone know ahead of time why next Tuesday and Thursday episodes are going to be weird. And uh, there'll be no live streams of, of games either. Uh, so now that we've got that out of, way, out of the way, let's go ahead and start with the news. We're going to start with something that actually dropped like, I don't know, it was like five minutes after I finished recording um, the previous episode, and uh, that was that Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has an update. Now, I know a lot of people, myself included, were hoping for DLC, 
Uh, so like paid DLC with new tracks and stuff like that. Uh, especially since I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, but the, one of the guys that worked on, uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, he said, expect more from Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And sure enough, like a week and a half later, we got an update. So what is the update? Well, just a couple of balance things, a couple of bug fixes, and they also decided to throw in a skin of Link uh, wearing his Breath of the Wild costume. Now, I'm, I am I can't bring it up on the screen if you're watching because, I, you know, Nintendo will grab that uh, because it's their copyrighted material. Um, but, oh, what was I saying? Oh, um, looking at this. Link's head seems huge to me, absolutely huge in this in this skin. Uh, really strange, but you know what? I'm glad that they're adding stuff like this, and um, it's free. Uh, you can also get like a glider skin for uh, for the 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 wings that pop out when you're flying, um, and you can get the uh, the motorcycle or the dirt bike really from. Uh, that, that, that came with the Breath of the Wild DLC that, I, I don't know, I kind of felt like it was super, what's the word I'm looking for? I was really excited for the dirt bike, but I, I got it after doing everything in the game, really. And so then I didn't have anything else to do. And, and that felt a little disappointing. I, I, I kind of wish that, that I, I would have done all that stuff anyway to get the bike. I would have done that all that stuff anyway, even if I didn't get the bike that way. I wish that they had given us the bike uh, at the beginning of the DLC because then I would have used it all the time. Um, but that's beside the point. So the bike from Breath of the Wild is now in the game, uh, which is really cool. Uh, I, I overall I think that this is a cool addition. I, I I'm still hoping that we get new tracks based on Mario Odyssey, based on Breath of the Wild. Uh, you know, based on the new Nintendo stuff that we've seen on the Switch, I really would love to see more of that uh, in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And I know that there's a lot of people out there that disagree with me that think uh, they should save all that stuff for Mario Kart 9. But I'm gonna, I'm not gonna repeat myself here again, uh, or at least I'm not gonna go on about it again. But I think that they should just treat the Mario Kart series like they are. Um, like a games as a service. And, and if you want to know more about my thoughts on that, go back and listen to the previous episode. Cause I think I talked about it last time, if not the time before, um, now that we've got that out of the way, let's move on to something, uh, that's more of a surprise or maybe not a surprise, but maybe like one of the worst kept secrets. A uh, big thank you to Wyvern Ripsnarl on the Discord. If you haven't joined our Discord, you absolutely should. It's over at uh, runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. Uh, lots of awesome people there uh, to interact with. And we also have a list of uh, Nerd Nest friend codes pinned in the Nerd Nest, so you should join. Uh, that being said, uh, thank you again to Wyvern Ripsnarl for posting this story. Uh, Spyro the Dragon. Uh, the Reignited Trilogy is supposed to be coming to the PS4 uh, and Xbox One, but in the under the UK, it showed it showed up that if you selected the platform at uh, SpyroTheDragon.com, you could select PS4, Xbox One, PC, or Nintendo Switch. And apparently, I'm looking at the video now. Uh, Nintendo Switch is on there twice. Um, however, since then. 
this has been updated and the PC version and Nintendo Switch versions have been removed. So I'm really not sure what's going on there. I, you know, I, I think it's pretty safe to say that we assumed that the Spyro trilogy would be coming to the Switch. Um, I, I, I'm not expecting that it is going to be too taxing of a game, uh, hardware wise. And with the mo- sales momentum that the Switch has had recently, it, it makes perfect sense for, uh, for, I can't remember who makes the Spyro games off the top of my head. Uh, but it makes perfect sense for them to come to the Nintendo Switch because otherwise they're just ignoring a bunch of money that they could be making. Uh, so I'm not sure why it would be posted as it's coming to PC and Nintendo Switch and then taken back down. Uh, my only guess is maybe that the Switch and PC versions are taking a little more time for them to uh, polish uh, because they're... I, well, w- for whatever reason, uh, quite often it seems like that those are the afterthought uh, platforms and it takes them a little more time uh, to polish those. So maybe they're not releasing uh, same day and that's why they decided to take it down. Or maybe Nintendo was going to announce uh, the Spyro Reignited Trilogy in a Nintendo Direct and they were hoping on having that big wow factor of it being in a Nintendo Direct. I'm not sure. Um, I, I highly doubt that somebody accidentally put PC and Nintendo Switch on there if the games were not being made, or if the game was not being made for the PC and Nintendo Switch. That would seem really weird to me. Like, that's a tough mistake to make, unless they are just copying and pasting code from some other game that they made, uh, that is on all of those platforms, and then just change the artwork. Uh, that seems unlikely. So I, I think that it's pretty safe to say that we're going to be seeing Spyro the Dragon Reignited Trilogy uh, on the Nintendo Switch, and that comes with all three games, which is pretty cool. Uh, anyway, I think so. Uh, but I've never played one of these games. I've never played a Spyro game, and I've heard very, very good things about them. Uh, so I definitely want to check that out. Um uh, KNY Sidious in chat says, I hope Spyro comes to the Switch, my favorite PlayStation game. Going to hold off buying it on PlayStation, hoping it comes to the Switch. And I think that there's a lot of people doing that. Uh, and again, I don't understand why oh, a motorcycle went by. I don't understand why they would uh, post it and then take it down afterwards. That just seems like kind of a silly move to me. Hey, who's telling this story? Speaking of things that we know are coming to the Switch, we've got two games that we that uh, we now know are coming to the Switch. The first one is The Walking Dead. Now, uh, The Walking Dead is from Telltale Games, and it is a it is a choose your own adventure kind of game, almost like a point and click adventure kind of game without the pointing and clicking. Um, I played episode one, and I found it very, very compelling. The storytelling is very good, and uh, I also watched somebody. I don't know which episode that they were playing, but they were playing the end of a season, and like the end of it. Like I was watching them play it on on Twitch, and uh, when the they got to the end of the chapter, like there was like a cliffhanger, and I was like, "Oh my god, I have got to find out what happens here now." I never went back and played the game just because I had, <clears throat> excuse me, just because I haven't had time. But 
Uh, the Walking Dead looks like a really, really good story. And this is not based on the TV show. Um, it's not really based on the comics. It's their own characters are in this game. And they just happen to be in the same world uh, as the TV show and comic book. Uh, but The Walking Dead, the final season, they just had a Comic-Con tr uh, trailer. And then at the very end, they said, and coming to Nintendo Switch later this year, which is really cool. Um, I, I like the Telltale games. I haven't played many of them. The one that I played was, uh, season one of, or not season one, but episode one of The Walking Dead. Uh, I played the Back to the Future games. And then I, there's one other one and I can't remember what it was. Um, dang, I can't remember what it was, but, but I had, oh, it was the Minecraft story mode. And I found all of them to be really enjoyable. Although the Back to the Future one I felt was probably the weakest of the bunch, which is too bad because it's the one that I have the most uh, nostalgia for. The one that I was looking forward to the most out of all of them was the Back to the Future one. And I just didn't really love it. Uh, but I feel like uh, if you've never played one of these games, you should definitely try one out. Now, of course, I, I feel like it should go without saying that The Walking Dead is not for kids. Um, but and I just feel like I should warn you guys about that because not everybody like I do family friendly stuff. And I just wanted to make sure uh, that I mentioned that. But it looks like fun. It looks like fun. And uh, maybe someday I will get around to playing it. And uh, maybe I'll get through the entire the, the entire series, but it's been widely uh, very, very popular. Um, let's talk about another game we know is coming to the Nintendo Switch. And a little um, twist that we were not expecting. And that is Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, which is basically Monster Hunter Double Cross over in Japan. Uh, that's not currently uh doesn't currently have an english translation the english translation that we're getting is monster hunter ultimate or I'm, I'm sorry monster hunter generations ultimate and that is uh coming out later this year later this summer actually i think it comes out in august i'm not i can't remember off the top of my head and i don't want to open up a youtube link because that's gonna uh kill my frames and start you guys will hear like the, the video and stuff um, but I thought I wrote it down, but now I can't remember. Uh, but anyway, the reason I'm talking about it is not because it's news that it's coming out. It's that they have a little bit of crossover stuff. They've, they're calling it Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate Cross The Legend of Zelda. Uh, and you can dress up like... Uh, oh, thank you in chat there, Swing Shifter. August 28th for Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. Thank you very much. Uh, but you can apparently dress up like Link... Uh, in Monster Hunter, and not only that, so you've got uh, you dressing up like Link in his outfit from Breath of the Wild, you know, the blue tunic. It's really weird seeing Link in this game because the animations in the Monster Hunter games are so bizarre looking, uh, especially when you look at the extremely fluid and realistic looking um, animations that were in Breath of the Wild, at least to me, I thought. Um, so seeing, seeing him in, uh, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, it looks really odd and a little off-putting, but that's okay. Link is not, you know, he's, he's making the rounds. He seems to be everywhere right now. Um, but it's not just Link. Uh, in the Monster Hunter games, if you haven't played one of these before, you can have a little cat companion called a Palico, which is, 
one of my favorite puns ever, I think. Palico is just a brilliant, brilliant pun. Uh, and uh, if you get the uh, the Legend of Zelda thing where you dress up as Link, your Palico will dress up in a Tingle outfit, or was it a Korok outfit? I think it was a Korok outfit, now that I'm remembering. Uh, I guess I should have written that down, too. Uh, but if you want to look at the footage yourself, you can uh, click on the link in the show notes. It will take you at uh, the link in the show notes. That's that's another one of my favorite puns. Um, uh, it'll take you to the YouTube channel, and you can you can see exactly what Link looks like and how weird he looks in with a really oddball... Uh, animations that are over there uh and, and it's a korok outfit uh for your palico thank you again swing shifter i i thought i wrote that down and i forgot uh but anyway that's two games that we know are coming to the nintendo switch and uh i think that uh i'm excited i'm trying to i'm, I'm more excited for monster hunter generations ultimate uh because all of the seasons of the walking dead that seems like a daunting task to get through all of them. Whereas Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, I can just hit the ground running, I feel like. But anyway, uh, let's move on and talk about something in the real world. Target announces the grand opening sale of its 19 new Los Angeles stores. Target's exploding prices on ColecoVision. Experience arcade game quality with push-button keyboards and eight-direction joysticks. Complete with Donkey Kong cartridge for just $169.99. So I don't know about you guys, but I I have very little use for pen and paper or pencil and paper. I am just one of those people who prefers to do things digitally. Uh, I very frequently use the Notes app on my phone. I use, um, oh my gosh, I can't remember the name of the app that I use all the time. Notability on my iPad when I when I want to write something down and take notes and stuff like that. Uh, but these look really cool, so I wanted to share, and that is Moleskin Notebooks uh, based on uh, Mario. So there's there's four of them here. Uh, one of them is already sold out, and that is your. If you're watching the video, you can you can follow along, uh, or you can just click on the link in the show notes to see what, exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, but uh, here we've got one that looks like an old NES cartridge. That one is already sold out. Uh, then we've got one that looks like um, it's based on the Game Boy uh, for Super Mario Land. And uh, so it's got that green color that was the Game Boy screen. Uh, looks really, really neat. And if as you open it up, it's got a cool drawing on the inside uh, where you can write down who... Um, who it belongs to, and then you know it's it's just a notebook. After that, it also they also have one uh, that is um, almost like a black and white and blue. It's a really strange uh, way to do it. It looks really nice though. Um, overall, I think most of these look really really nice. Uh, but for me, I'm not personally interested. In any of them. And then the fourth one, it, it looks very much like a dungeon, uh, Mario in the dungeon. Uh, but none of them really appeal to me, not because I don't think that they've done a good job here, but I just don't use pen and paper for anything. Uh, it, I have, I have a pen on my desk for when people order something from the Etsy shop, and I I write a thank you note to them. And other than that, I don't use a pen when I'm not at work. So um, that's just me, though. 
Uh, anyway, uh, if you are somebody who really likes to do handwritten notes and stuff like that, you can buy one of these um, that uh, at the link in the show notes. One of them is already sold out, but the other ones are still there. And they are around 20 bucks. Like the cheapest one, I think, was $19.99, which to me is really expensive for a uh, for a notebook. Uh, and then there was uh, $24.99 for one of the more expensive ones. So, uh, again... Not for me, but I just thought I would uh, mention that to you guys. Now, speaking of things that are not for me, let's take it in a completely different direction and talk about something that I absolutely think is a great idea. And uh, that is one of these that, uh, for those of you just listening, I'm holding up my NES Classic uh, right here. And these are in stock at Amazon. So if you follow the link in the show notes, you can pick up one of these. And I guess it's been in stock like all day long. So uh, chances are by the time you listen to this, it'll still be in stock. It seems like Nintendo seems to have figured out their supply problems. Um, and you can now get yourself an NES Classic. The, the reason that these are awesome is because they hook up to modern TVs. They've got uh, HDMI out, uh, which is great. And uh, uh, you get one of these for 60 bucks and uh, don't support a scalper who's trying to sell them on eBay for crazy amounts of money. Uh, so those are now in stock over at Amazon. And if you follow the link in the show notes, you will also directly be supporting the show. Let the Radio Shack TRS-80 put the world of color computing into your home. I almost forgot to talk about this. Um Speaking of things that are in stock at Amazon, uh, Octopath Traveler Wayfarer's Edition is in stock at Amazon. It's for $99. Bucks. This is the collector's edition. It comes with the crazy... Um, here, I'll bring it up on screen for you guys. Just making sure. Okay. Um, this is the one that comes with the, the, op- the, the big paper map. It comes with a CD of the music and a little diorama. Uh, with, uh, like paper cutouts, it looks fantastic. This really, really looks good, but you know, 90, $99 for me, I think that's probably too much, but if you want to pick one of these up, you know, Square has been having trouble getting the cartridges out there and, uh, it's in stock on Amazon right now. So if you follow the link in the show notes, you can probably pick one up. And uh, then you'll have that uh, that um, uh, collector's edition that a lot of people are probably looking for. Uh, I think that uh, you'd be the envy of a lot of people if you were able to pick up one of these things. And again, uh, follow that link in the show notes and you support the show. Uh, before we get out of here, we've got one last thing to talk about. And that is that Stardew Valley is about to have their multiplayer update. Now, this is really, really important. The multiplayer update goes to PC first. That's because they really wanted to make sure that uh, that they were supporting the players that supported them first. So, you know, Stardew Valley was made by one person. Just one, one guy made Stardew Valley, did all the music, did all the graphics, did all the programming, everything. And then he put it out and it was a absolute hit. And um, then he started porting it to other platforms. I think they ended up hiring extra people to do that. Um, But in order to thank the PC players, they wanted to make sure that they got the multiplayer update before anybody else. Uh, But there was a new video showing it was like four players uh, playing Stardew Valley together. 
And then at the end of it, they said that's coming August 1st. So that is in like 10 days uh, that you'll be able to play Stardew Valley multiplayer on PC. And then it said coming soon to consoles. So I, I would assume probably sometime in September or October um, in order to get the best bang for their buck. They don't want to hit November. Well, they don't want to hit December is what they really want to avoid because of Smash Brothers. And I know it's two different um, uh, two different audiences, but I think that there's a lot more overlap in those two audiences than people would, would think so because they're both really good games. And, uh, or, well, at least I'm assuming that uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate is going to be a really good game. But Stardew Valley is a really fun game. And uh, playing it multiplayer is going to really extend the life of that game, which is already a game where people have uh, invested hundreds of hours into their little towns. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's coming soon, and I just wanted to let you guys know about that. Now, bring the arcade experience home, because your vision is our vision. ColecoVision. All right, and that is it for the news today. Before we get out of here, I want to thank Tony Lays for uh, the music at the beginning of the show today. Uh, if you want to check out any of the music that's been featured on uh, Nintendo Switchcraft, you can find that over at runjumpstomp.com slash music. Uh, and today was uh, They Came From Above uh, by Tony Lays. Uh, don't forget that the full show is usually longer than the audio show. So if you are missing out, if you feel like you're missing out on anything, uh, make sure that you uh, come and join us for the live show over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. If you're a busy person and you can't fit the live show into your schedule, then of course you can check it out after the fact over at youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. Although next week there won't be videos of the show. It'll just be the audio show. Um, finally, if you are looking for ways to support my content, there are a lot of ways that you can do that. Uh, simply head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. And a big thank you to everyone who has already done, uh, found ways to support the content. Uh, maybe you bought a t-shirt, like we've got those cool NX t-shirts. We've got, uh, podcast t-shirts. Uh, my wife has an Etsy shop. You use my Amazon affiliate link. All that stuff supports the show. And, uh, one more way to support the show is just by giving the show a review, which I forgot to copy down. So the reviews are going to have to wait until next week when I am back from vacation. Um, but thank you to those of you that have already reviewed the show. You guys are great. And uh, now it's time to thank the live chat. The show would not be the same without the live chat. So I really appreciate them. And uh, let's run through the list and see who's here today. We've got Kodiak Moonwolf, uh, Vaxer, uh, Cog Whistle. Um, let's see, Hopple, Joel Mead 24, KNY Sidious, Link 31, 254, uh, Ocho 2188, Silver Lance, Slow Cool, Stray Sheep, uh, Swing Shifter, TF Wagner, The Real Big Nick, VNK Virgo Pros, and Vizard Spidey Noir. You guys are awesome. Thank you for coming by. And then there's Magister. Just popped in there at the end. What's up, man? Uh, and Northlight86. I guess I didn't see you guys there. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out with me while I record the live show. It really means a lot. It really does help. And uh, it makes it a whole lot more fun. I will see you all next time. And uh, have a good one. And oh, guess what? Just a reminder. Next week. No live show, no video, uh, but I will be doing an episode on Tuesdays and Thursdays, or on Tuesday and Thursday, and the quality won't be as good because I'll be recording from my phone. Uh, so just letting you guys know about that. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.
Thank you.